Welcome to the Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping communities of color with emphasis on women to live at their finest holistic health by being empowered to nourish their bodies, minds, and spirit so that they can flourish as health champions. Dr. Dolapo Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I am a board certified family physician, health and fitness coach, and the founder of Living at Your Finest Company. Have you struggled with your holistic health, spirit, mind, and body? Perhaps you thought you had it all figured out, all for it to come tumbling over. Imagine consistently living at your finest health with information that can transform your life and allow you to triumph holistically. Well, search no more. This podcast is just for you. Together, we can triumph on this journey of holistic health as my guest and I share lessons learned from our health journeys using an exciting holistic approach, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some fun and candid dialogue. Living at your finest health champions. Happy Friday, you all. How did July disappear so fast? I'm like, what happened? Even with five Fridays in July, it's all done. And now school is going to start back August 2nd here in Atlanta. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Well, I hope all is well with you. Otherwise, thanks for joining me today on the Living at Your Finest podcast show. I truly appreciate your listenership. I appreciate the shares, the subscription, the statements left behind. This all helps to broaden the reach of every episode. So thank you. So what would I be talking about today as we continue on our series of finest living? It's time for the end part of the word finest which some of you might have already guessed is nutrition. And this is the cornerstone of health and wellness. One of my favorite quotes in nutrition is when diet is wrong, medicine is of no use. When diet is correct, medicine is of no need. I love this so much because it's evidence-based science that has proven it repeatedly that our food can either be our medicine or poison. But it does get complicated based on all the confusing and conflicting diets, theories, opinions that are out there. Little wonder we give up. But in this episode 48, I would try my best to share some clarity to the simplicity of nutrition by uncovering the foundation of a balanced-based nutrition and why it's important. I would review the basic nutrition demands, what, when, how, why. I would also talk about the basic mind-blowing strategies to use nutrition to achieve our finest health and body. So let's get started. Please note that though I am a family physician, I am not your physician. My goal is to provide a platform for educational purposes and for all matters pertaining to health and personal development. The words and other content provided here or in any linked materials are not intended as medical advice and do not reflect those of any organization that I'm employed by or affiliated with. Please consult your doctor for your specific needs. Thank you. Food is medicine because it is the source of our energy and maintenance. I liken it to a vehicle that if you give the wrong oil, it wouldn't work efficiently. 
the whole system of the body, each organ, hormone, gland, cell, it demands the right foods to enable us to live at our finest. But unfortunately, the five A's of poor food choices makes it so challenging to do so. What are these five A's? Abundance, availability, advertisement, age-targeted, and addictive substances. All these five A's makes it so difficult for us to even make healthier choices. How frustrating it is when you're hungry and all that you have around you, easily accessible or advertised on the TV, is always the bad foods with all the addiction in it. So you're, you're lured more to pick those and select those because you're hungry. And I'm speaking from experience. It's really tiring and stressful. So we need to figure out a way to combat this five A's and be one step ahead of the game. If you've listened to my earlier podcast episodes or my YouTube channel, you, you would hear me speak about my addiction to sugar from a child, from a young child. And even though I act healthy, I still crave sugar because that was what I grew up eating. And unfortunately, it led to a few lifestyle-related diseases, such as arthritis from chronic inflammation, hypertension from being overweight. But it took me being tired of being controlled by food and not wanting to pass the behavior to my family to stand up for my health and my family's health by becoming intentional about my food choices and not compromising it at any cost. It wasn't easy. Did it take time? Yes. Do I still have relapse every now and then? Absolutely, yes, but I'm still on this journey, but it's getting better day by day as I evolve, as I learn, as I empower myself, and that's my goal today, to empower you with the tools that you need to be successful and not to be confused with all the information that is out there. Did you know that 80% of chronic diseases are lifestyle-related, particularly to our nutrition? And did you know that just making the right choice food choice in as little as two weeks, you can see your body begin to adjust because it's provided a healthy environment in which it can thrive and not suffocate under all the unhealthy environment. We're going to jump right into the basics of nutrition. Let's start with the what. So food is a source of energy, right? We have seven food groups and they all play a significant role in us living at our finest health and body. The seven groups consist of macro which is the big, as the word implies, group, carbohydrates, proteins, fat, and fiber. And then we have the micro, mic, mic, micro, very small. And that's the minerals and vitamins. So let's start with the carbs. So the carbs are our energy powerhouses, rich in vitamins and minerals, rich in phytochemicals, and of course, in our fiber. Now, if you've noticed, I said whole foods, right? not the unhealthy carbohydrate, which is processed foods, which is stripped of all the nutrients. So processed foods, poor carbohydrates would be packed foods, would be artificial sugar, sweeteners, carbonated drinks. All of that falls under unhealthy carbohydrates or rice, bread that has been stripped of all its fiber and nutrients. We have healthy choices of carbohydrate starchy carbs, whether it be the potatoes, brown rice, bread, quinoa, 
And we also have our fruits and veggies that fall under uh, carbohydrates. And under the veggies, we have our starchy veggies and our non-starchy veggies. Starchy veggies would be things like our sweet potato again, corn, peas, yams. And then the non-starchy veggies is everything else. So cucumbers, tomatoes, broccoli, mushrooms, leafy greens. These are all the carbohydrates which are good for us has all the nutrients, has all the minerals, and provides us with energy. Now, when we talk about fruits, we also have the starchy fruits, so things like banana and mango, and we have the non-starchy fruits, so like melon, berries, oranges. So these carbohydrates are not the enemy. They are a source of energy, and our body cannot function without them. We just need to have the proper whole food carbohydrates, so the ones that are made from the soil, and not the ones that are made in the engineering lab. Now, protein, let's talk about that. Protein are the breeding building block used by the body for growth and repair of tissue, making an essentials. So proteins are the building block used by the body for growth and repair of tissues, as well as it makes essential hormones and enzymes that support our immune system. Examples of protein, beans, although you do have some carbohydrates in beans, legumes, our animal products, eggs, fish, chicken, beef. You also have protein that are plant-based, so nuts, seeds. Dietary fat is important for well-functioning metabolism. It helps with absorption of fat-soluble vitamins and minerals. So the good fat, we need to pay attention to the healthy good fats, not the industrialized fat and oils. So this has a place in our new, in our, in our diet. Another component of the seven groups of food is fiber. And this is plant roughage. This is made up of soluble and insoluble fiber. It is a complex carbohydrate. It has, it is a complex carbohydrate and it's actually recommended that we get in about 28 grams per day, which unfortunately only 3% of Americans meet this requirement. Most Americans consume about 15 grams of fiber. And fiber is so important because it helps to feed the good bacteria, which helps to keep our immune system healthy. Now let's jump to water, which is one of the macronutrients. Water is, our body is composed of 70% water and enables our body to function at its best, right? It helps with energy and brain function. It aids with metabolism and weight loss. It relieves headache and prevents chronic diseases such as kidney stones, constipation, and it maximizes physical performances. So the way I look at it, in the absence of water, you have a lazy river and nobody wants that. Now, quickly jumping into micronutrients, we have our minerals and our vitamins and our vitamins are so important because they help with energy production, immune function, clotting factor, and other functions. And the minerals play an important role in growth, bone health, fluid balance, and other processes. So I tell you, the human body is such a unique system that needs all its body parts to function at its best. All of this that I've spoken about, the seven groups, help to prevent inflammation, help 
with gut health and also help with hormonal balance. Why we need to make sure that we are at our best nutritional state. Thank you for your support to the Living at Your Finest podcast. Friendly reminder to please subscribe on iTunes if you have not done so already. Share the podcast within your circle of influence and please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. So returning to episode 48, where we talk about finest living with a focus on nutrition as the cornerstone of health and wellness. So let's continue to talk about nutrition demands. We talked about the what the demand is, and we talked about the micro, micronutrients and the micro, the macro and the micronutrients. Now we're going to talk about the why. Why is the nutritional demands present? So contrary to what we hear, we do need to eat food because it's a foil, right? We eat because we need to foil our body. We need to create the energy to be able to do the functions, the bodily functions. Uh, contrary to the reason why we eat, whether it's you're happy, you're sad, emotional, there's so many other additional reasons that culture has placed on us. But the real reason why we truly need to eat is to for energy to be able to make our body function at its best, for us to live at our finest. When should we eat? We should eat when we're hungry. We should pay attention to our hunger cues and stop when at least two-thirds of the food is gone and, and wait for that 20-minute signal from the brain to register that we are full. Not eating late at night, even though there are some theories that say it doesn't matter what time you eat. I say on the contrary, in my opinion, it does because your metabolism already slows down during the night. Your melatonin is increasing, getting ready for you to sleep. And when you eat, then you're blocking your growth hormone from doing the work that it needs to do with repair because all it's doing right now is trying to digest the food that you ate just before you went to bed. So try to avoid snacking at night and eating late at night, at least three to four hours. Also helps to avoid indigestion and GERD-like symptoms. Now, how? How, how, how? This is always the issue. There's so many eating plans, whether you're doing the intermittent fasting, the keto, the paleo, the Mediterranean diet, so different, many, so many styles, so many, so many diets out there. I've spoken in the past about diets and how it doesn't last, right? Because they're set up for failure. It's not sustainable. And the body naturally doesn't want to lose weight. So if you lose it rapidly, it's like going to naturally, the biology of your body is going to make you gain it back again. So how should we eat? If we just stick to the basic way of eating, which is a balanced diet with all the nutrients on our plate, it actually makes it sustainable. So what do I mean by this? Our plate should have veggies for every meal that we eat. So that will come up to about three servings of veggies with two fruits. It varies around there, but that's really the basic. So half of your plate should always be veggie and the other half should be divided into protein and carbohydrates, so a quarter of your plate of the other half left. The amount, this amount and the way this is distributed is just about right for the energy needs. It doesn't put stress on your pancreas to produce insulin or develop insulin resistance. It avoids all the inflammation that comes from excess food, as well as it avoids all the gut problems that you possibly can have from overeating. Now, as simple as that sounds, yeah, it could be tough because of all the triggers from the foods that we eat that leads us 
leads us to this vicious cycle of eating over and over again because we're not full. But I'll dive into the strategies that can help us with that. The first myth that I want to debunk and give you the strategy that will help you to achieve your finest health and body is calorie restriction. We hear that if we reduce our calories, it will help us lose weight. Far from the truth, I've tried this and I only gained it back plus more. Eat enough food for your body's goals because starving yourself puts you into a starvation mode, which just makes it stop all the food that you eat when you're ready. But your next meal is like, you know what? I don't know when next I'm going to get food. I am just going to not burn this. I'm going to reserve this as fat so that I can use it later. Fortunately, that later never comes because you're constantly eating and you're just saving more and more and more calories as fat. Remember that we can't live a full life if we're half full. You might lose weight initially because you're, you know, it's water weight, but you would get tired and you will go back to business as usual. So how about just sticking to a plan with a balanced meal? Another myth out there is carbohydrates and fat are bad and protein is all you need. I remember hearing this and I was so confused until I completed the course in obesity medicine and lifestyle medicine that made me understand all nutrients have a place on my plate because they all have different functions in my body. Not all fat is bad. It, they're good fat. Good fats, as you heard me say, I started off by telling you what fat does for the body, right? I mentioned that it helps with just our hormones. It helps with absorption of vitamins and minerals. So we need to pay attention to what is the good fat that our body needs, right? So healthy fats like olive oil, avocado, coconut oil, really helps us even feel fuller when we eat them. So the ones that are not good are the hydrogenated oils where you have the fried foods, they change into so many chemicals after all that heat. That is not good fat. So as long as you're eating the nuts and the seeds are good fat, that is better. The carbohydrates, again, are not the enemy, right? So they're cal- it's just it just provides you energy. They're not the enemy. So we need to eat the right whole food carbohydrates that will help us to live at our finest. So eat balance to help our body strive properly. The third myth is calories are calories. Mm, let's pause on that. Let me share this with you. So 200 calories of French fries and 200 calories of veggies. Can you imagine the difference? It's how it affects our body. It affects our body differently. So the veggies, as you can imagine, and the fruits will have fiber that will bulk us up. The nutrients will help to process vitamins and minerals that our body needs to to stay healthy and feel full. Meanwhile, the French fries, which is just calorie dense and so small. Have you ever imagined how small, how small a French fry bag is? It's so small. And then it's 200 calories and you're not full because it doesn't expand your stomach. It just barely stays half of your stomach. No fiber, nothing, no nutrients. So you're hungry and you want more and more and you're packing up those calories. Meanwhile, if you add a food that was nutritionally dense, you're full because there's fiber, it extends your stomach. It, as a matter of fact, if you see a stomach with veggie, it's full to the brim. It takes up more space compared to a calorie dense food, which takes up less space. And that makes you want to eat more and more because you're hungry. So remember that when next you have to make a choice and fries or veggies. All right. The last myth is you can eat all you want and exercise it out. Uh, Yeah, I've been there, done that. Nothing farther from the truth. And I have proven it with my life. I would, I love exercise and I would eat 
my sweets and I'll I'm like, yeah, I'm going to run today. I'm going to burn it out. But it was just a rolling cycle. As we've said, nutrition is a cornerstone, but we cannot outrun our fork. Or as you hear them say, a bad diet. We need to eat healthy. We need to make it a consistent habit. Um, some people say 80-20, you know, but we do need to cons- consistently eat right food choices because we cannot rely on our exercise. I read somewhere that it takes 218 burpees to burn a 192-calorie donut. I'm like, whoa. I mean, I can, I like burpees, but I think usually by 10 burpees, I'm already tired. So yeah, pay attention to how much you have to run and walk. How about just exercising because your body needs it? Don't exercise to punish yourself from a bad diet. Exercise is supposed to release good hormones. It's supposed to tone our muscles, supposed to give us strength, not to just burn the bad foods we eat. So that is definitely something to pay attention to. Just eat a balanced diet. If you do eat, you know, maybe off your day, maybe you're 20% and you have a donut, don't overdo it. Maybe share the calories with others. And then when you exercise, exercise because you're you're trying to be fit. All right. So we've discussed a few mind-blowing strategies to help us make healthier food choices so that our body can function at our optimal. Please don't get confused as I was with all those theories out there, the different eating habits, what to eat, what not to eat, calories are bad, carbs are bad. Be your own best advocate. Learn from your body's reaction to food. Avoid addictive foods and calorie-dense foods to avoid the roller coaster that occurs from eating them. On the other hand, let us elevate our taste palates, nutritious feeling foods that keeps us full and satisfied. I have this quote that I made up that the unhealthy, good-tasting food does your body no good. So which strategy are you going to apply today? Out of all the strategies I've spoken about today, I hope that you can try to adapt one. Remember that calorie restrictions are not going to help you. You're not going to go far with that. Just eat a balanced meal. Carbohydrate, fats, and protein, they all have a place on our table. Just pick the right ones. Calories are not calories. Make sure that we eat foods that are filling with fiber and water content versus foods that are stripped of all its nutritional value. And remember that you exercise not to punish yourself for a bad eating habit. You exercise because you want to support your nutritional goals. Remember, don't leave it to chance. Make an effort, be intentional about it, and make baby steps today towards living at your finest health by maximizing your food choices. I hope to see you back next week as we continue on the series, Finest Living, when we dive into the next pillar, which is the E part of finest, and that's enrichment. Take care until we connect again on the Living at Your Finest podcast. And always remember, you deserve to live at your finest holistic health and body by being whole and vibrant. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that as you have been informed, you would be transformed to take actionable steps to triumph at Living at Your Finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily Join me on Facebook and YouTube at Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs, where we can learn together. You know, my favorite hashtag, hashtag healthier together. See you soon. Take care and God bless.